Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And here we are again for another wonderful boardroom oh, chat. And a special week, this boardroom chat. That's is. right. That's right. It's, it's called Holy Week. Holy Week. Are you a holy woman? I am. Praise <laughs> God. I am too. Praise <laughs> the Lord. I serve a holy God. Amen. He says, Be ye holy, for I am holy. So, so that's my goal, is to always be it, like God. If you're holy and we're holy, and Jesus says, Be ye holy, for I am holy, then you ought to not be sinning every day. I don't think I I do. don't. And a lot of people say, You got to sin every day. That is a religious lie. We have all sinned, but we're not all sinners. Yes. You see, yes. that's a vast that's difference. Good. So in this Holy Week, we want to talk about something. Um, you preached last Sunday on the triumph entry. Triumphal entry. Yeah, triumphal entry. And the Bible said he causes us to triumph all the time. All the time. Now, that's spiritually, physically, and financially. A lot of times the church world doesn't understand that because of persecution and suffering in the first century of the first church. Well, see? think about it, Jesse. The fact that he was going in, and that they call it the triumphal entry, but it began the week where he was actually going toward the cross. That's which right. Which in the natural didn't look, look anything but triumphant. Right. But this was part of God's triumphant plan to get us, get mankind restored back to him. And That's all these, what the crucifixion yeah, was all about. That's yeah, what the resurrection sure. is all about. I call Easter the birthday of Christianity. If Jesus would not have rose from the dead, Christianity would have dove right there. I mean, it would have been finished. Right. Just like anybody else who thought there was a good prophet. Yeah, and Paul said when he was writing to the church, he says, if, if there was no resurrection, we would be of all people most miserable. That's right. But the, the resurrection Ooh. is what brings us the joy that we live every and, single day. And we're going to talk about that. I want to, I want to, I want to continue, but since it's Holy Week, <clears throat> but every week should be holy in your life. And when you understand that, I want to start in uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 1. I want to read it out of the King James, just that verse. Then I want you to read it out of the Amplified, and then maybe the Passion I got lots or the of Messenger. Translations and look at this. We'll this is Paul writing to the church of Philippi. Now, these are his partners. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking to my partners, too. Now, I want you to listen to this. Watch this. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you, to me, is indeed is not grievous, but for you it is safe. So it's okay to hear a sermon one, two, three, four, five, ten, twenty, hundred times. Yeah. I remember Oral Roberts telling me something many, many years ago. He said, if you hadn't preached a sermon 50 times, uh -huh. you hadn't got all of it, and even at 50 times you won't get it all. And I thought, 50 times? So I tried that. I said, I'm going to preach this particular sermon, and I preached it 50 times. And I thought, I done squeezed every drop of revelation out of that. And the Lord said, do it one more time. Uh -huh. And I thought, my God, how many people have probably heard this thing? Well, are you going to preach this thing again? And, uh, and so I did it the 51st time. And when I did, I had such divine revelation. You never exhaust the possibility of God uh -huh. and what he has That's in there. That's so true, and I'm probably one that has probably heard it probably half of those times. Oh, yes. And each time I heard it, I heard something new. And you know why he's saying that? Because the devil don't have no new tricks. What the devil was doing to people in the first century, he's doing in this century. Right. And he ain't got nothing new. Right. Now, I want you to read that verse first in the Amplified and okay. see what he says. Now, I want you to listen to this, then we're going to get into this. It says, For the rest, my brethren, delight yourselves in the Lord and continue to rejoice that you are in him. 
To keep writing to you over and over of the same things is not irksome to me, and it is a precaution for your safety. I like the word irksome. Irksome. <laughs> okay, what does it say in the Passion? The Passion translation. Or message, whichever one you come from. I'll do the Passion next. It's, it's, that's, again, Philippians chapter 3, verse 1. My beloved ones, don't ever limit your joy. Ooh, I like that. Or fail to rejoice in the wonderful experience of knowing our Lord Jesus. I don't mind repeating what I've already written to you because it protects you. Now you see, now read it in the message. Is that the, the message, message you have? No, that was the passion. The that message passion. is a little slightly different. It, it says, says, and that's about it, friends. Be glad in God. I don't mind repeating what I have written in earlier letters, and I hope you don't mind hearing it again. Better safe than sorry. So here goes. You know, Jesus proved that in the writing of the, of the Bible. I didn't know that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John said the same thing. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, until I, be, I said, wait a minute. Everybody that each, reads the New Testament oh, yeah, realizes wow. that at some point. Says the same, but there's so many different things in each one of them uh -huh. that you pick up all the time. So we want to continue in this triumphal entry in this holy week. And the reason why I had Kathy read that, because you see, no matter how many times you've heard a sermon, if you, instead of saying, oh, I know that, well, why is God having you hear it again? Well, because somebody didn't study it. No, maybe you didn't get it all. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm trying to say? Now, I want to go to verse 10, and I want to use just that one phrase in that verse. Paul writing to the church at Philippi, he says this, that I may know him. He didn't say that I may believe in him. Even the devil believes and trembles. There are a lot of Christian people believe that they don't tremble. They don't have respect for the Lord. You know, but he, Satan trembles. He has respect for God. He says, that I may know him, not just believe him. That I may know him. Now, notice the next statement. And the power of the resurrection. Wow. What is that power of resurrection? Well, when Jesus rose from the dead, we all rose with him. Even though it, you may be watching that you're not saved, but you will raise with him. And the minute you accept Jesus, that power of resurrection hits your innermost being. And in that power of resurrection is a tool so powerful, Satan cannot handle it, and that's the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus. Not in a flippant way, but to understand what that means, that when you say the name of Jesus, you say in resurrection power in every area of your life. That's good. Spiritually, physically, <clears throat> financially, morally, when you use that name, not just like this, okay, Jesus. No, I'm talking about when you understand the magnitude and the power. Watch this. When you got power of attorney, you become that person. But I'm going to shock you with this. Because you are born again and you have received the power of his resurrection, you have become what Jesus is. And you're growing to the fullness of the stature of Christ every day in your life, spiritually, physically, and financially. As you grow older in the Lord, you ought to have a harder time getting sick. That doesn't mean the devil don't attack you. Everybody's going to have challenges in life. Don't misunderstand me. All kinds of things, you know, because we live in a, um, in a sin world. Mm -hmm. The reason why God's going to give us a new planet and a new, a new heaven and a new earth, because this one's stained with sin. Mm -hmm. so, he, so he's not going to send this to the dry cleaners. <laughs> he's getting rid of this baby and going to give us a new heaven and a new earth. Now that's the power of the resurrection. So when you were preaching the triumph, infant, uh, the triumph entry, what happened was the, these people that were saying Hosanna in the high were the country people, the Galileans and things. Now you got to understand this about the Jerusalem Jews. They ain't too crazy about the Galileans. 
They say, can anything good come out of Galilee? Mm -hmm. Because Jesus, you know, came out of Galilee. Yeah, and then nothing good has ever come out of Galilee. Jonah the prophet was from Galilee. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of people from the Galilee that came out of there, but you know, sometimes the Jews forgot. But in four to five days, the Jerusalem Jews changed the mind of the country Jews. They say in Hosanna and the highest, the next thing they're saying is crucify. Crucify him. And you know what I got to thinking? The reason why they could change their mind, and no one ought to have that power to change your mind because you have the mind of Christ, is because they did not understand the power of the resurrection. Mm. Then, then Jesus said, even Martha said that. He said, that he, oh, she said, I know he'll rise, talking about Lazarus, in that day. He said, I am. Notice how he started out with the word I am. Mm -hmm. He started out with the name of God that cannot be uttered. I am that I am. I am the resurrection and the life. Mm -hmm. So Jesus knew it. Let me ask you a question. Do you know it? Do you know it? Yes. Okay, how does it function in your life, this power of resurrection? Well, the, the power of the knowing it is, is, a, is a journey, really. Right. I mean, it's I a know spiritual it journey. In my ears, I hear it. I heard someone speak, speak it. But until I spend the time meditating on the Word of God and let it really become part of me, then... Uh, until I do that, uh, I won't have that revelation. In right. fact, in the Amplify, which you just read, Philippians chapter 3, verse 9, is so powerful. because No, that I, I was read verse 10. Verse 10? Yeah. Yeah, well, that one too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're right, verse 10. <laughs> I, he's talking about both of those, I but understand. verse 10. Because even Paul, as much as he knew, because he saw God, Jesus, physically on that road to Damascus, but his quest was always that okay. I might know him. I, I want to interrupt you. You know why more. I asked you that? You want to give me the answer? You want no. to answer it for me? No, I don't want to answer it. You're going to answer it. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to reflect. I want you to reflect on what that means to you. The reason why we're talking about this, doing this, doing this Holy Week, because Easter's coming up Sunday, is a time of reflection. You begin to look at yourself. What do I believe? What can I receive? Who am I? Why yeah. am I able to do what I do? That's why right. I was asking you Well, the you phrase that. says, Paul says that I might know him, but in the Amplifies it says, for my determined purpose is that I may know him, that Ooh. I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. Yeah. So that was his word. This is the words they translated for the, but right. in the Amplified, but... Paul had a quest, and, and this is still my quest. Yeah. I know him, but every day that I spend in his word, mm -hmm. every day I spend experiencing what he's leading me through in my life, what I'm applying and seeing the results of, helps me to know him even stronger. Well, you know, I wrote a, a couple of little points now before I came into, uh, here into the studio, and uh, people say, but you're not afraid to die. Dying's easy, man. It's over real quick. Boom. It's living that's hard. It's living, fighting that devil every day and to challenge it. I wrote this down. The power of the resurrection is an effectual remedy against the fear of death. That's really true. You know, I've been down in three airplane crashes, and that ain't fun. But I've made up my mind that if I only got 30 seconds left to live or a minute, why well, am I going to spend that time screaming? Oh, I might as well enjoy my whole life in that time. My memory, see? And the reason why I wasn't afraid, not because I'm some big bull, courageous guy, is because the power of the re resurrection gave me a remedy against the fear of death. That's good. That's why Jesus said, they said, we'll kill you. He said, I'll be back in three days. <laughs> it didn't make no difference to him because he had the fear. Uh, he had the remedy of the 
how to get rid to of the, the fear, fear of, of death. death. Right. He said, I am the resurrection. So when you understand that, no matter what happens to you in life, it doesn't make any difference. I mean, I don't deny what happens, but when you know him, right. you know him, right. then you will not accuse him. Right. Satan is an accuser of the brethren. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you something about Jesus that a lot of people do not understand. I said this last night. I was preaching. Jesus is not judging you. He's not a judge. Now, don't get mad at me. Hang on. Let me finish my thought. He's a savior. Now, he's going to become a judge. He's going to judge us at the, at the judgment seat of Christ and the great white throne judgment. Right. But right now, he's not a judge. He, since he resurrected from the dead, he's become savior. Come on, man. Come on. I'll help you. And I'll give you power to live in this life and the life to come. Right. See, but the day will come when he is a judge. And when he's a judge, then he's going to go about what the word of God says and you will be judged accordingly. That's why we can't judge people, right. got it? It's not our right to judge people. Mm -hmm. We don't have that power. People get mad at me all the time. Well, that just said yes, the plan. He got too much mercy. Well, how much is too much mercy? How much is too much mercy? I got a number in my pocket right now that when I finish that, I'm going to call a preacher who has fallen. I don't know if he's going to talk to me. But I'm going to give it my best shot. Not to judge it, just to let him know, hey, I'm here. We're praying for him. Yeah, I'm praying for you. I'm here. You need me. I ain't going to beat you. Why? Because I understand the power of the resurrection. Mm -hmm. I understand what God does. Here's another point that I wrote down. The power of the resurrection is to know Jesus with a degree of intimacy. Mm -hmm. Not just going to church on Easter and going to church on Christmas. Right. I'm talking about intimacy. See, when you, see, when I, when you get married, and, and people think only in the terms of the physical relationship, you know, the sexual thing. No, no. When you get married, you really begin to know someone intimately. I gave you a good compliment today. Do you remember? Of course. Of course she does. Tell them, and I bury some, no, ever do this. It. I, I, no, I want I you to hear you say I, it again. Yeah, I know it. But I mean, I thought this is going to make her feel good. I wasn't just saying that so I can make her feel I said, because I believed it. And so we were sitting in, uh, she, Kathy got to have a coffee, and she's reading the word. And I, well, I do my devotion, she does her devotion, blah, blah, this and that. And then I went, Kathy, what did I say? You tell me. No, no. I'm I want to hear it say. again. No, I know you hear it, but I want you to say it. Go ahead. I forgot. You forgot? <laughs> then I'm not going to ever mention it again. No, come on. <laughs> say it. Say it. What did I, I say? I remember exactly how you said it. Okay. You said, you have been a good wife to me. Is that what you said? I said, I am glad I married you. You don't even remember that? I was <laughs> right? kind of, I didn't have my second cup of coffee. <laughs> Oh, I knew it was you. good. <laughs> I should have had you repeat See, it. See, the reason why she told me to say it because she didn't remember it. Come on, baby. I'm going to lay hands on you. I told you that. I'm honest. <laughs> you see, so when you understand. But I knew, I knew it already. Yeah. But I just didn't want to. When you understand. See, that, what happens is that degree of intimacy begins to take place. I find, and I've noticed this, and maybe you have too. You know, you go to these, uh, we used to call them, I don't know if they call them old folks homes anymore. But you'll see a, a wife. And a, a, a husband, they may be in wheelchair. He may, he may be 94 and she's 93. It seems to be in fairly good health. But if one passes away, the other one don't last long. Why? Because they can't live without each other. You know, they've been there. It's that intimacy. And they, they just want to go home to be where their spouse is. And it's just such a blessing. That's what I mean to know 
the power of his resurrection. And if you keep reading, you, then when you understand that, then you can handle the sufferings. You can handle all the different things that are happening in life. In fact, I'll read the rest of the verse. I wanted to talk about the first verse. That I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made comfortable, or comfortable unto his death. In other words, it doesn't make any difference. When you know someone and you know the power of who he is and the power that he's given you, which is that power of attorney right. to use that name, you become God in a sense, Christ Jesus. I don't say, oh, you better than God. No, I didn't say that. You become what he is because mm -hmm. you rose with him. That's why he said, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils. That's why St. John 14 verse 12 is so vitally important. Barely, barely I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. Right. Then he said, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Church said, they quote that, they don't believe that the man in the moon. What does whatsoever mean to you? Whatsoever, whatsoever. Then he says this in the next verse, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now, how come Jesus could be so forceful and so strong on those three verses? Because he knew he was the resurrection. Oh, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what you were talking about last Sunday. In other words, you were setting us up for the resurrection, the triumph entry it, into the cross. And everybody thinks the cross was the terrible thing. The cross is probably the greatest thing that ever happened to the human race because without that cross, none of us could have made it. That's true. It that's would true. not have happened. And now watch this. All that suffering, good, my God. And you know those nails, you know how big they are? I, they, they, those nails were this big. They were not nails, but spikes. You know, like a railroad spike. Spikes, man. But what held him was not that. What held him on that cross was my sin, your sin, so that he would resurrect and wash my sin away. Right, and he laid his life down freely. Oh, yeah, nobody all, took it. I mean, even when he was before Pilate, he said, don't you know that I could you know, destroy you or kill you? He says, you don't have that power unless my father gave it to you. Yeah. He even told in another part, I think it was, it's, I could call 12 legions of angels, yeah. Yeah. you know, right now. And he, one angel in the Bible knocked down 185,000 185,000. Woo! My God, think about that for a minute. So that's the power of the resurrection. People ask me all the time. I've been preaching 46 years. How come it, and, and, and I can tell sometimes that they're kind of mad at me because I'm full of joy. <laughs> I like joy. It's a spiritual fruit. And the joy of the Lord just ran. How come he's so happy all the time? Well, I have the remedy against death. Yeah. That's the power of the and resurrection. And not just this death. You know, the Bible talks about a second death. Ooh. And they says, don't fear death, but fear that second death, the one who can. Oh. Because that's that, that, full, that resurrection <coughs> at the end, great white throne. A separation judgment. from God. That's, that's a forever. And see, Jesus, died, some people don't believe this, but I'm going to say he died spiritually because he was the first begotten of the dead. Now go read that. It's the book of Acts. You'll find that. Well, he was the first begotten. He has a number. What's your number? Everybody's got a number when you're born again. Listen to this point that I wrote down. The power of the resurrection is not far off. It's not a far off promise, but it's a present gift. It's not a far off thing. Oh, y'all all religious. No, we're not religious. Religious people don't talk like I'm talking. Mm -hmm. No, we're talking about being born again. To Hello, Jesus. Hi, Jesse. Conversation. Like me and Kathy having conversation in boardroom chat. And you, when you send in a testimony, and she'll read some in just a minute, that's a conversation coming to us. Well, some of these were made as comments while they're watching right. the chat from two platforms. Comments. We can get uh, comments from yeah. our YouTube and the So Facebook. I wanted to deal with this because come Sunday, uh, Easter Sunday, we're going we're to minister on the resurrection. And you know, 
man, I've been preaching 46 years. So if you think about it, Easter Sunday, I've preached 46 sermons on the resurrection, and I hadn't even barely touched the thing. Mm, I can't wait. So the reason why I asked you that question was it's, it's a time for reflection. Sure. See, when you go into a, what I call a devotional, when you go before the Lord, that's a time of reflection. Mm -hmm. When you go to a revival or something like that and you really get stirred up and get the shouting and praising God, the, re the reason why you got stirred up, because you had a time of reflection. Mm. When you got healed, instant healing mm. or working a miracle, that was a time of reflection. And Jesus said that to people. He said, will thou be made whole? Right. Will you be healed? One man, I love him. He was so honest. Right. He said, Lord, I'm, I'm a paraphrase. I, I can't handle this. I, I, I don't have it. I, I want to, but I help my unbelief. Right. And I love what Jesus said. I can do that. <laughs> now, why could Jesus say that? Well, he's the son of God. No, he was the son of man. He left all his divinity in heaven when he became man. Right. He died as a man. But he believed in himself. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you believe in yourself? Because Jesus certainly does. So you're not a bad person if Jesus believes in you. And if he created, you may do some things that are bad or have done some things that are bad. But when you understand the power of the resurrection, it is so amazing. That's why I love the blood of Jesus. We talk about the blood, the blood. And uh, what happens is uh, the word atonement is not in the New Testament. It's, it, 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 it's, not, uh, it's in the King James, but it's, not, it's, not, it's in, not in the New Greek Testament, which is the original language. Because the word atonement means to cover. Which happened in the Old Testament. Right, but the blood of Jesus don't come. Jesus' blood it washed it away. Can I tell you something? Tell me. He, I, he can't remember anything bad I ever did against you. I know that. And you shouldn't either. <laughs> well, I try not to, but <laughs> oh, you, you keep try, bringing it up. No, you don't try this stuff. You do this stuff. Be you, you know, therefore doers of the word. When you tell your testimony, sometimes I cringe because I don't really want, want to relive all of those I days. understand that. But I know it's good that you can tell people and share with how far God has brought you, mm -hmm. you know, because they're there are people that don't yeah. know your testimony, and it's oh, no. really I mean, it's remarkable just what yeah. God did, has done in your life. I remember a friend of yours, ours, uh, told you one day that that you were a sign and a wonder because he remembers your yeah. testimony. As and Pastor he Don Kaywood said that to me. He sees Thank you, you Don. Today. <laughs> uh, he told me, he said, Jesse, you're a sign and a wonder. You don't, you're not even tempted about sin and stuff. I said, no. I like what? what you say. Your answer is always that you let the the uh, purity of the, of the gospel. gospel go as far as the pollution yeah, of the sin. And you really were polluted. I got to say, I was polluted. <laughs> I was definitely polluted. But, and I said, Lord, I come. You know, I drank a fifth of whiskey a day. I smoked enough dope to, you know, to pollute the planet, and enough drugs and things and wine, women and song. Kathy knows all that junk. And yet, in that power of resurrection. Jesus did not just cover it. He washed it away, never to be remembered against not that me. He, not only did he wash all your past away, he created you a brand Ooh, new creature. Ooh, he sure did. One that had never been created before. You created in his image. And oh, I, that just made my point. I wrote this down. I didn't know you were going to say that. You're not redeemed by a figure of the past, but by a living presence and power. Jesus sure. is not in the past. No. He's here. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to show you something. 
Now, Kathy, she's going to freak he out over this. He loves to put me on the spot. Now, I'm going to put her on the spot. Now, one time, Kathy hurt my feelings. Maybe. And one I don't time get my out of the 2,500 oh, times you right hurt now. my feelings. Well, I just never say anything. You know? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I don't you know. say it all the time? No, no, you I never say, say about that hurt feeling. I'm going to say this one particular it's thing. It's not the first time. Now, I wasn't saved in those days. <clears throat> but sometimes, Kathy, she misses it. She goes flying out. Well, we had this beautiful little girl named Jody. Jody Renee, the planist. Okay. Okay, I was out playing music and stuff like that. She wanted to go home to visit her mother. We said, okay. So I flew Kathy home, and she's with Jody and having a wonderful time. Well, you know, I always, I've always was generous before I was saved. And so I, I said, well, I'm going to go home. I'm, I'm going to bring Jody a gift. Now, Kathy's mother was so wonderful to us and to her grandchildren. She would take them shopping, each give them a, a shopping cart. Am I correct? A she basket? She loved to do that, yeah. And just say, go fill it up. Yeah. So actually, Irene, if you're watching today, I mean, you bought Jody's clothes and all the other grandkids' clothes for a whole year. You would just take them down there and they'd, they'd just throw it in the basket and if they well, were toys, throw it in could, the basket. Before they could throw it in the basket, she would get it too because we... Yeah, but I mean, yeah. she just did that. As they grew up, that was well, their adventure. They called her... Her name is Irene, but the ki little kids would call her, couldn't say Irene. Sometimes they started calling her Ice Cream. Ice cream. So her <laughs> nickname is Momo Ice Cream. Now, how fun is that? <laughs> she was such a buzz. So watch that. So I flew in. I hadn't seen Kathy or Jody in quite a while. So I went down to the store, and I bought this beautiful baby dress, which I thought was good. And I've had people tell me, you have great taste when it comes to picking baby's clothes. I don't know why. I've had many of them. I've had people say, whoo, you, you, you know what you're talking about. Well, I can see it on them, you know. So I come in, and uh, Kathy's all excited. Well, I finally made it home, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I bring, watch this. I bring this dress, and I say, Kathy, I got this for, uh, for Jody. And she's, Kathy takes it, and she goes, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Let me show you what Mama bought. I thought to myself, well, sucker. <laughs> Thank you. That, you kind of let that go. Oh, I let it go. I, I let it go. But then, <laughs> I don't know. You bring it up. No, I wanted to use it as life. an example because I wouldn't show you if my feelings were hurt. I didn't care about no, I, nobody would ever. I didn't know ever. at the time that your feelings were hurt. Yeah, but the way you it took it, you just, you just, you you just thought it like it was nothing. I'm so sorry. Now, you know who picked it up? My your mother. mother. She saw it. Irene said, oh, she knew it, that Kathy would just, you know. I she, didn't do it intentionally. No, I don't think she did it intentionally. I, I really don't. I don't think Kathy did. But it was just like, pfft, nothing. <laughs> you know, because, Kathy, but Irene picked it up. And she said, uh, Kathy, I'd like to see that dress, if you don't mind. And then she looked at me, and she knew. And, I, of course, I, man, I had this wall. You couldn't hurt me. Or if I did hurt, you wasn't going to find out about it. You know, that stupid man thing, I guess, or whatever it was. But Irene said, this is beautiful. Jody's going to look wonderful. And Kathy goes, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean to just kind of throw it away and stuff like that. <clears throat> and I really believe, I believe that. I didn't take the hell of the gifts, but I used that as, as a, um, an example because, you see, I, I, you know, I, I wanted her to appreciate it. And I think sometimes this great resurrection, we do this with it. We don't appreciate what Jesus did. We don't appreciate that he's not a, a yeah. past figure, but right. a present power. Yeah, we wear, a lot of us wear crosses. I have a cross, mm -hmm. several crosses that I wear. And it, it's, it's jewelry and it's beautiful, but the significance of it is so powerful. And we need to, beyond just the first glance, we need to go deeper and realize what did that really mean? What did he really do? Yeah. 
and the scourging and all the things oh. that happened to him. Scourging. Oh, scourging. Well, it's, uh, it's spelled O-U. Yeah, no, we talked scourging. about that yesterday. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. the, 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 the whip that was torn. You know who I think got a revelation on that scourging? Mel Gibson. Right, The Passion I of the Christ. I honestly believe that when movie. he made that movie, The Passion of the Christ, it's hard to look at. I I've mean, only been able hard. to watch that movie once, although we have it. Because you just cry. I remember crying like a, like a seal. You could hear me crying arr, in the theater. Arr. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, she was. I couldn't stop. It was so <laughs> provoking. But I really believe that now, I, I, I want to watch it To Mr. Again. Gibson, I really believe God gave you a revelation on that. It's so powerful. A revelation. Because people thought he was with 39 lashes, uh, 40 lashes saved one, which is 39 lashes. The Jewish But the the Jews, that's all they could hit you. But the Romans could beat you to death. Mm. They could hit you 100 times, 300 times, just whatever. Yeah, and in Rick Renner's Sparkling Gems, which I love to read his devotional things, he gives a description of what that really meant, what was on the Romans uh, the, the cat and nine tails. Oh, that was there, God. and what, how it, every time it hit, Rip. it ripped skin and muscle. And oh, I've seen sinew. it. I've seen those things. It was open and so painful. Oh. See, the reason why I'm saying this, I don't, I don't want this uh, to say these things to you. It's not irksome. It's for your safety to make you realize. I want to just how wonderful Jesus. How, how, how wonderful Jesus thinks you are. Yeah, he did this. Because he wouldn't have went he through that. He did this for us. Yes, he did. He, did. For you. he right. sure didn't do it for himself. He didn't need to. He didn't he need came, to, yeah. but he did it for himself. Now, people say, why, why, why? But just, you don't seem to worry about dying. I wrote this point. Immortality is not a future gift. It's a present acquisition. Yeah. That's right. You see, you got to understand something about the breath of God. When God breathed into Adam, the Bible said he became a living souls, which means I was in that breath. You was in that breath. Now, what keeps our, our bodies cannot live without oxygen, without that breath. The only thing that dies when you physically die is your body. Mm-hmm. Your spirit and soul are still got yeah. that breath of God right. in it. I've heard it said that when we're, bur- when we're born as a baby, the first thing we do is take a breath. And that comes from God himself, I believe. That's but then amazing. When, when, we, when you die, your breath goes back to God. But I don't think they so ought to be slapping the baby, no to tell you the truth, though. Slap the baby on the little bottom. What they ought to do is kind of massage the baby a little bit until it does that, but they, just to knock the fire out of them. You know? I, I never have liked that. I, I don't remember, but I think I did. <laughs> you know? I love what you always used to say that if you, if you don't, if you're not happy with the way you're born, try it again. Yeah, if, you, you, if you don't like the way you was born, try it again. Yeah, they won't hold you up and slap, slap you. They it. won't hit, slap you. I just don't like when that. I, got I don't born know. Again, I didn't get slapped. You, uh, you know, no, I didn't get slapped <laughs> either. I'll tell you one thing. And uh, but uh, uh, but you know, when I was trying to get the Holy Ghost, I got slapped. Kathy slapped me because I was busted out laughing. You know, I didn't realize it was such <laughs> you a thing as the me. joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. You remember slapping me? I, t- I did. <laughs> not in the face. Not in the face. No. I just slapped you across the back. Quit laughing. I wanted you to say, come on, this is serious. But I didn't know back then. I was such a baby Christian. I was so nervous. You were getting the joy of the Lord even then. And if I, I would have so. just been wiser, I would have laughed along with you. I guess so. God help. God Kathy help. has done a lot of things to me. Y'all don't know. <laughs> but I, I don't tell you, but I'm telling you now. You tell me all the time. You got to get rid of that list. I got to get rid of that list. So, so when I you, uh, you. You pardoned me. The power of this resurrection Oh, I just got something my Holy Ghost. Some of you need resurrection in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Some of you need resurrection in your finances. Some of you need resurrection in your heart because you hate people. Mm. Ooh, think about that. Some of you need resurrection because you never treated your family correctly. And you need to go back and say, 
I'm sorry. What's those three things you say? Well, I used to say three things, but Jody told me I need to say four things. Okay, what was that? Because the first one used to be I was wrong. Jody says, Mom, Mom, people don't care that you're wrong. They want to hear that they're right. So the first <laughs> thing is you were right. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Forgive me. So yeah, it's four things. Pretty simple. Yeah. It's humbling to your flesh, but your flesh should be humbled, crucified. Right. See? Because there's no good thing in the flesh. People say, how can you, how do you know to believe what's right and what's wrong? That's good. Very simple. I, my litmus test to know what's right and what's wrong, if this thing makes a provision for the flesh, it's not of God. Good. Because the Bible said there's no good thing in the flesh. Yeah. And I forget years ago, I went to a, uh, to a country and, a, and they all, and every time I went to preach at, at a couple of these big, big church, they want me to go drinking with them. At the end of the service, I said, I don't do that. They said, oh, you're just old-fashioned. They said, you can drink, but you can't get drunk. I remember saying, are you with me? Oh, I know. <clears throat> and I, I thought so to myself, shocked. And they got so mad at me because I said, what else you want to do that the world does? What else you want to do? Let, let me tell you something about booze. Now, this is going to make somebody mad about that. You know, they, you know, they call it a sin tax. They tax uh, liquor. Now, watch that. And yet, but they go further. It's trying to tell you something. They also call it spirits. Yeah, they'll put it on a big sign when they're advertising it at the store. Yeah. Well, I mean, my, you spirits. don't need none of that junk. Right. Well, you know, but it makes my, it, it don't make your spirit feel good. It don't make your soul feel good, but it just charges up your flesh. And before you know, do you know a big glass of bourbon will make an ugly woman so pretty? And you think because it leads you down the path to sin. Yeah, and you don't want to be led by the flesh. That's right. The Bible That's my says point. that if you're led by the <clears throat> Spirit, you're the sons of God. Right. Meaning the sons and daughters of God. Yeah. But we're led by the Spirit of God, and I don't believe the Holy Spirit would lead anyone to partake of something like that that would right. affect their way of reasoning and thinking. Right. No good thing comes from that. And I'm not that. trying to judge you. I'm just saying if trying to help this you. flesh will eat your lunch if you let it. Well, you were so supernaturally delivered from mm -hmm. alcohol. Yeah. And I remember that time we were in a restaurant because we were traveling. I think we were in Texas somewhere, and they we were at a Chili's. Dallas, and, and they, no, uh, Walnut Hill Lane. They were, uh, we, you ordered, we ordered something to drink. You ordered water. Well, I'm and, a Cajun, you know, and I sometimes And sometimes you roll your I don't your say words. water, I say water. Water, send me some you know. water. But you added a lot of other I, Let me tell you this story, because I'll never forget it. I had, I drank a fifth of whiskey a day. I mean. Before you got born again. Before I got born again, I would wake up in the morning and I have some scotch and water, scotch and soda, and then I eat some pancakes or bourbon or whatever. I mean, I just, was, I just enjoyed drinking. Drank every kind, vodka. Uh, tequila, You drank rum. so much, I think your doctor told you when you were a young man. I drank that if you, turkey and I ate turkey. <laughs> he said you that know. if you <laughs> didn't stop drinking, you'd die of cirrhosis so, of the liver by, by the time, time you're 24. So you were drinking Very close. from a young child. Yeah, just drank all the time. I would put slow gin in my thermos bottle and everybody thought at it was Kool-Aid at school. In high school, yeah. Crazy, okay. You got your teacher drunk too, right? Yeah, I got Miss Connolly drunk, Ruth she Connolly. Thought she I got a drunk as a skunk. She didn't know it, but <laughs> she's a sweet story. lady. So watch this. We, I had been on the treadmill, and I, was, I had running. I didn't replenish all my fluids, I guess you could say. So we were driving, and it said Chili's. And I like Chili's. This was many, many years ago. And, and on Walnut Hill Lane there in Dallas, I said, let's go in that Chili's and get something to drink and get something to eat. And Kat said, okay. So we go in there. And uh, we, I love that Chili, you know, because I like Texas Chili because it's so meaty. Get meeting. to the point. Okay, I'm no, doing like I, you do me. Yeah, get to the point. <laughs> Well, I'm telling the story. I got the time. Well, you got lots I of got a lot of time. got a little rabbit tears. So watch this here. This is the power of the resurrection. Watch how the power of the resurrection manifested at Chili's on Walnut Hill Lane. <laughs> ready for that? I'm so ready. the lady comes and says, can you have something to drink? 
what do you want to drink? Kathy said she wanted a Coke or something like that. And I said, I'll have some water. And she looked at me and went, oh, okay. So she goes, she said, I'll go get the drinks and come back and get your order. She comes back. Now, you know, I have been all over the world, and water looks different in a lot of places. Yeah, this. And this glass, I wish you could see through this, because there's water in here. It was kind of yellow looking. Yeah, so you, yeah. Yeah, kind of, not weren't sure real the, yellow, the but kind of. The glass kinda, was yellow or the water was yellow. No, I mean, first. I thought, man, kind of yellow look. I never thought nothing about it. But I thought, you know, because I've been in so many places. Like, to me, uh, that water in Monroe, Louisiana, Oh, That's been a long time. Don't tell that. Okay, no, I can tell anything I want. This is my program. I mean, you can't take a bath in it because you do. It slips off you. It just slips off you. I mean, you got so... I mean, it's just... People in Monroe have heard me say it. So watch this. I was very thirsty. I couldn't wait to get that water. And I did this. And I could tell by his face something was wrong. And what it was was cutty sock. I could tell it was alcohol. It was scotch and water. She thought I said scotch and water because I just said well, water. Well, you didn't know that at the time, but you just kept, he just held it in his no, mouth. No, wait, I, I know exactly what I did. I went, mm. No, the girl, mm. I, we didn't know. Now, I hadn't drank nothing in years. And I went like this, <laughs> And Kathy goes, spit it out. Yeah, I didn't want to go back spit to that. Spit it out. She's hollering this in, in chilies and water. Spit it out. I mean, not to spit it out. Spit it out. worried about where do you spit I said, who cares where you spit? Spit it out. Spit it out. So I'm going, and I watched this. So finally, I just grabbed the glass. And, and then, watch how that flesh went. I hadn't drank in years and years and years. I'd, I'd flesh. Remember, I went. Oof. I was <laughs> upset with you. And she was upset. Shame with on you. I think she slapped me again that day too. I probably, probably needed it. And Snap I, out I, of it. Now you see <laughs> that flesh immediately grabbed it. Uh-huh. And I went. I rebuked you in Jesus' name. What a lady. Freaked out. She said, uh, is something wrong, sir? I said, this is scotch and water. Is that what you ordered? I said, no, I ordered water. Water. Yeah. Water. And oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said scotch and water. And she had went to a, another uh, table before, and maybe somebody ordered something without thinking. Maybe I got his. I don't know how it worked. Well, but. I remember that you told her, look, I'm a preacher. And she didn't seem impressed. No, she Maybe she yeah, so. served several preachers who thought that yeah, was okay Yeah, the drink is drink. okay and all that we kind of We don't stuff. believe that. No, I don't. And I'm not here to judge you. But I tell you one thing, the first Help thing you. that body did was the spirit, I could tell something went wrong. The soul was, was, was transformed, but that body was saying, hey, hey, hey. You know, hey, hey, like, like Pat Albert, you know. And, and, you, and I'm so glad you went. And Kathy just got loud. Spit it out. She <laughs> hollered at me because she had went through all that drinking and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now watch this. Yeah, I, I mean, I, nothing. I, I, and then one time, I flew to Dallas again. This is years later. I went to Christ for the Nations. Watch the power of the resurrection. I was able to spit that out, <laughs> rebuke it in the name of Jesus, because my body wanted it immediately. Yeah. They say once you're an alcoholic, uh, you all your life or something. I don't, I don't I disagree I don't with, agree that. with that. So watch a young gentleman pick me up to bring me to Christ for the nation. And I think that's on Interstate 35. And there was this, people you may know, there was a wonderful sign, one of the finest signs I've ever seen, with a, with a waterfall, actual physical water, coming out the sign. And it, 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 was, it was advertising pearl beer. Pearl beer. I, this thing was, whoever made this, this big sign 
what they call billboard, but the water was coming out, you know, refreshing and sparkling, and you know, like I, and as I'm driving, I don't even know I've never seen that before. And I'm going, and, and I just turned around and looked, and when I looked at that sign, watch this. My body did this. I could taste that. See, the flesh and is never saved. you didn't even saved. like beer. You, no, I didn't you even drank, like beer. You drank hard liquor. You never I drank I love hard liquor, you know. I went. And before you poured it again. No, I drank beer, but I didn't like it. My body remembered it immediately because there's no good thing in the flesh. And I, and I freaked out that poor boy. He like he didn't know what to do. I said, I bind you in Jesus' name. He hit his brake. <laughs> he pulls over the side of the road. This is on the interstate. Did I do something wrong? I said, no, man. He said, he said I, I'm bound. I don't know what to do. <laughs> he couldn't do nothing. You weren't I, binding him. I wasn't binding him. I was binding that, my, myself exactly. by looking at that exactly. sign, see? And the Bible said, watch your eyes. But it was a beautiful billboard. It was gorgeous. Not the issue. But it was designed by Satan to get me to drink again. Right, right. And that poor boy, I said, boy, go ahead and take off. He said, you're going to have to unbind me. <laughs> i never forget this kid. He must have been about 18 years old. You know, because a lot of students go to Christ for the nation. But the thing I'm trying to get to was that power of resurrection made me holler at that time. Right. Because I know him. Mm-hmm. And when I know him, I can use that resurrected power. And what did I bind? I bind you in the name of Jesus. I use that power of attorney to shut my flesh down. And it was so powerful, it bound that boy. He didn't know what to do. Right. I said, no, sir. So I told him that night, you know, when, I, when, they, when they allowed me to preach that Christ for Nathan, everybody just roared and everything, kind of razzed that little man, you know. He said, man, Brother Jesse screamed at that thing. Well, I want to tell you, I really, I, I'm telling you, when Jesus was on the cross, I want to tell you, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Buddy, but the, high, the most powerful scream Jesus ever gave, and buddy, it's this, and it's in the book of Psalms, will you leave my soul in hell? And the Father said, Jesus has justified mankind. Pow! Out that, and all of a sudden, hell lit up, and Satan went, Oh, no, if we'd have known, we'd have never crucified him. Mm -hmm. That's why Holy Week ought to be every week with you. That's right. It changed everything. You ought to think about that triumph entry and that Easter Sunday on Christmas. The <laughs> every why? day. Because it's the birthday of Christianity, right. Easter. Now, people right. say, you know, but just, I'm amazed at you and how happy you are on Easter Sunday. And I, and I thought, why? They said, didn't your mother die on Easter Sunday? I said, yeah, my mom went home to be thought. Me and Kathy saw her draw yes. her last breath. Right. On Easter Sunday in 1982 at about 8 o'clock. Mm -hmm. At the hospital. You know, and people said, man, I just know. I, I, I think I would be sorrowful. No, my mom always liked to party. <laughs> so, you know, if, they, if the angels were shouting and praising God and singing like when birth. Jesus was born, yeah. born, can you imagine what they're celebrating on Easter Sunday uh -huh. up there? You know, he's risen. He's wow. alive. And can and, you imagine the celebration when we all get resurrected and we're all oh, gathered together in heaven? Now, you know, some people got enough guts not to believe in that. They said, you know, you, you remember Governor Edwin Edwards? Yeah. I remember one time in, he said, I don't believe in the resurrection. And, buddy, oh. he got slammed. You remember that? Yeah. Boy, his, his ratings went down, you know, his poll numbers. And then they came back about a week later, and they said, well, dude, boy, you've lost 10 points. Uh, and he was running for governor again. And he said, well, I believe it now by faith. That's how he said it. I'll never forget that. <laughs> but it made, you know, but that, uh, he, everyone that don't believe in this stuff, after death, they do. They do. There's, there's no, no unbelievers after no, death. No, there's no atheists after death. Right, they're oh, 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 no.
So when you understand the power of his resurrection, then <clears throat> let the world do what it has to do. It doesn't make any difference because through that resurrected power, Jesus saved us from all this. I read the end of the book. I win in every area of it because this book was wrote about me. I'm in every verse. I'm in every chapter. It was all wrote for my spiritual nutrition and edification, including the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not an, uh, uh, it's a finished book. You don't add anything to it. You don't take anything away. That's right. That's See, right. that's why I love the Jewish people. I love the Jewish people. I ain't got no problem with that. Mm -hmm. Why? Because Jesus was Jewish. So, I mean, and sometimes I have sat down and had conversations with Jewish rabbis and, th and things of that nature. Wonderful conversation. Mm -hmm. In fact, we have one guy here, Fritz Brown, who works for me. I think he, he goes study the Torah with the rabbis, I think it's every week or every two weeks, and it's such a blessing. And, and, and not debate the scriptures, but they talk about that. And Fritz is a Christian of Christians, you know what I mean? He loved the Lord with all his heart. So why can't we just get together? i never forget one time, a doctor friend of mine that was Jewish told me, he said, how come we can't get along? I said, religion. But Jesus didn't do that. You know, Jesus was a friend of sinners, and they got mad at him about that. He was a friend of, uh, of Nicodemus. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, my Lord, Nicodemus was a little nervous, you know, so he went to see him at night. I call it Nick at night, you know, if you ever <laughs> seen that. <laughs> that guy said, well, don't tell nobody, but I just want you to see, you know. It, it's just so amazing how wonderful this power is. So I wanted to continue this week to prepare you for what's going to happen this Sunday. And I hope and pray that you go to church yes. and continue. Forget about the COVID. Yeah. Forget about all that stupidity stuff. Honor God. Honor God. And he said, if you honor me, I will honor you. Mm -hmm. So some of these points that I wrote, I want to say them again, that the power of the resurrection is an effectual remedy against the fear of death. That's good. Then I said, the power of the resurrection is to know Jesus with a degree of intimacy. Mm. This, power is, this power of resurrection is not a far off promise, but it's a present gift. Mm. Then I wrote, you're not redeemed by a figure of the past, but by a living presence and power. Then I wrote this, there's only five points. Immortality is not a future gift. It's a present acquisition. Acquisition. So I'm going to tell you something, you probably like, I don't believe I'm going to die. Oh, I have eternal life within me now. Oh, yes. I never will because die. Because I'm That's born for sure. again. But you know, there's a generation, God, they won't see death. I'd rather believe that. I'm not afraid to die. You mean die. even the first death? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, wouldn't you like to go in the rapture? And can you believe that some people don't believe in that? Well, it's in the you know why you know, you know why I believe in the rapture? And I, I tell people, I had a man, it was very simple. Because the Apostle Paul said this, comfort yourself with these words. Yes. So when you don't believe in the rapture and those things, you take out the comfort. Yeah. And what is the Holy Spirit? Right. A comforter. Right. In every area. Mm -hmm. So they get mad at me if I'm in comfort, spiritual, physical, financial, I just am what the Holy Spirit says I can become mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in every area. You notice Jesus, when he came time to feed people, he didn't say, I ain't got enough money. We don't know what we're going to do. Somebody gave him a seed, a kid. Hey, listen, are you hungry? I got, I got two fish and five loaves. I give it to you, Jesus. That's pretty nice, a child. Jesus received that. Now, you know, he, can you imagine today, can you believe that that preacher took that boy's lunch? Some people say that that oh may have been a vendor because in yeah. gatherings of people, they sold yeah. bread like they do at events. Yeah, and you Jesus. Know? And then he still got the increase. He prayed over it. I believe. And, and gave it back to the disciples. The miracle did not happen in Jesus' hand. 
It happened in the disciples right. when they broke the bread. <clears throat> well, even that was a demonstration of the resurrected, Ooh, resurrection life that oh, yeah. was in Jesus at that time. He had any, you know, he had that power available, and it's available now, no matter what the, we go through. The miracle power is in your hands and my hands, and it's been given to you by the power of the resurrection, and the tool that you use in your hands by the laying on of hands hmm. is the power of attorney to use that name of Jesus mm -hmm. to such a degree that cancer can't stand this way. Yeah, but I know a lot of people that prayed and they died. Well, that may be true, you know, but the power of the Lord is always present, but sometimes about, it's not always received. Talk about the liquid anointing. or what, How did you call that one? The liquid God. What's in his veins? It's not blood. Yeah. The yeah, resurrected yeah, body. God, Jesus doesn't have blood in his body. He has what I call, the Lord gave it to me in, in a conversation. That. He said he has liquid God in him. Isn't that amazing? So your physical mind can understand that. Just flowing through it, which means his body can go right through all the molecules and the atoms of this here. We, I can't <laughs> see. This, it stops it. But with my new body, I'd be able to yeah. just go in between the molecules. Because after the now. resurrection, he on the resurrection the Sunday night, he just went through that locked door. Oh, and he was right actually, there with his disciples. It was in the morning. No, I'm talking about at night. Go, yeah, go oh, yeah. read the word, Jeff. Yeah, no, I'm talking about you no, said resurrection. <laughs> I, I know, have on the, the night of resurrection, see, he revealed well, no, no, himself no, no, to the women. Now you're saying it right. Now you're saying the night the, of resurrection. The, the stone wasn't rolled away so Jesus could come <laughs> you said, out. You, you first he said the resurrection. And I, I no, said, no, no, no. Is that a moment? Listen, listen. I have listened. I was saying <laughs> the night of the resurrection. You no, know, it's a year of correction. <laughs> so be corrected. <laughs> okay. And so I was saying that when he went through that, that door, it he just went, went it. right through it. The, he, he didn't go... He didn't have to, the stone wasn't rolled away so Jesus could walk out. He came through that oh, too man. when he was resurrected. Oh, uh, that uh, different kind of body. Same thing with translation when Philip was translated. So you're saying Jesus went Samaritan. through the stone? I believe that he passed through the, ma the molecules, like you said, the matter. Well, He's well, not limited by any uh, doors. He could pass, he could uh, he do anything he wants, yeah, yeah. Appear right here. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. You're going to freak out when I say this. So can you. Because he, he, he has dealt to you the measure of faith, not a measure. Say what you want. I don't believe that. Well, that's why I don't work. But, you know, but I really believe that. But we have to develop ourselves. Well, not only things. that, we don't do it on a whim. Jesus only did what his father told him to do. He only said what his father had said to say. We're not going to do, we don't do miracles to demonstrate to other people. No. We do as led by the Spirit of God, and God reveals us to what he. But it's by, sometimes God, God demonstrates God himself that way. Yes, and it's as he wills. Paul said, I didn't come with an excellency of speech, but I came with a demonstration, demonstration of, of power. power. That's right. So all of us do have it. And you know where that power came from? The resurrection. I hope right. you enjoyed our boardroom chat today. We didn't read any testimonies. I know, but you know, I want them to uh, meditate and concentrate on what we said. We appreciate it. So your you'll comments. be ready for Sunday. And to our partners, thank you for helping us and financing this ministry the way you do. Me and Kathy do exactly the same thing you do. We give to this ministry. If you'd like to be a partner, we'd love to have you. All you got to do is go to jdm.org if you'd like to give. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. Keep watching the boardroom chat. Just yeah. enjoy yourself because we're doing fine. Yeah, and thanks to all the partners that help yes. us to do all the things that we do, whether it's traveling, Amen. preparing the boardroom chat, or the television broadcast. Everything that's happening. All the other things we it's do. It's all done through your faithful financial support and us living our lives and keeping this soil fertile. Because I have the anointing of increase on me and the hundredfold anointings on my life. And it's just such a blessing. How'd you get it? Power of the resurrection. What do you think a seed does? It resurrects a plant. Mm -hmm. 
comes up, but it, there's power in the seed. Life. So thank you for doing that. So until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying, we'll see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye.